0: One of the legacies of this pandemic will be the revolution in how we view our work environments. People aren't going back to the office like they did before, so what does that hybrid approach look like? I'm Roger Chang, this is your Daily Charge. One company that knows a thing or two about connecting remotely is Cisco, which makes networking and video conferencing products. The following is the first part of a two-part conversation with Todd Nightingale, EVP and GM of Enterprise Networking for Cisco, who talked about what it was like going full remote last year. All right, so before we get into Cisco's great uh, hybrid working experiment, let's talk about the early days of the pandemic. I'm just curious how Cisco responded to the lockdown during those early days when when we were all frantically rushing home and and trying to grab whatever piece of hardware we could from the office.
1: No, I think it was interesting for us as as a company that's uh, been delivering collaboration and and networking uh, technology for so long. A large percentage of our workforce uh, was already working from home to some degree uh, a day or two week uh, even perhaps on uh, exceptional cases but they they did have the ability and and cisco had the infrastructure uh, to allow for that so to be honest i mean we sent the whole company home in a week or two and we ramped up a little bit of capacity to allow for you know more remote connectivity, et cetera. But for us, that part of it, that the technology support to to um, get people working from home was there, and and we were probably uh, luckier than most on that front. What what we noticed though was there was a significant cultural shift that had to happen, that had to go along with that, and 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 a leadership. Um, Component to that as well, and so it very quickly came. It, this this idea very quickly became about how best to use the technology, our ability to collaborate and, and uh, communicate with one another in order to support each other, uh, not just through all of the work that we uh, were doing and had to do uh, as the course of you know supporting our customers through a hybrid work transition or through a remote work transition, but Really, I mean, everything that was going on at that that time in the world, uh, it was really important, I think, for our teams to be there for one another uh, empathetically and to build the culture that went along with the technology to allow that to happen.
0: Right. So that's led you to this great hybrid experiment, something that Cisco kind of came out with back in June. Uh, talk a little bit about this this hybrid approach and this experiment and sort of what are sort of the main tenets of uh, of this philosophy this plan
1: yeah you know i think what we've realized is however you configure however we configure um our teams and our our workforce our workplaces um going forward practically every meeting we have is going to have at least one participant who's remote Uh, practically every team will work to some degree in a hybrid model and really kind of the, the foundation for that is, are, is sort of this three pronged approach. We believe that in order that what kind of carried us through this remote working, uh, pandemic world, and we think what will serve all of us, all sort of organizations going forward is a combination of technology, of culture, and of, and of leadership. Um, and and that's where we that's where we really focus. Obviously, the technology part is near and dear to our hearts, and something that we um, that we focus on so so much, and, and work so closely with all of our customers and users uh, to deliver. But there's uh, a real issue. I mean, the, the culture and the, and the leadership required to to work remotely and to and to now to really reinvent a world of hybrid work is is so real. What I saw during the pandemic is. I think the teams that were most successful in Cisco and, and beyond were the teams that really leaned into, you know, care and culture and empathy, because so so many of us were under different kinds of duress, and you know, finding ways to to empathize, to, to care for one another, is really what we, we talked a lot about caring deeply for our teams, really throughout the pandemic, and we still do, and I think. You know, every team found their own path. Every team has their own sort of cultural model for this, whether it's figuring out how to simulate some of those moments of serendipity where you communicate with each other informally instead of having events at the office, trying to figure out if there's a virtual happy hour or virtual uh, informal session like that that's right for your team, making the extra call uh, after work just to chat with someone to simulate what it might be like walking out to the parking lot or something like that. Um, all of those things matter because empathy is, I think what matter the more human we are even while working remotely. Um, I think the better our organizations are going to fare.
0: Yeah. And I think culture is one of the, the big questions. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the, before we get into that, because I want to talk about the technology aspect of things, obviously near and dear to, to Cisco's uh, core strength. Talk a little bit about sort of how the the, the technology, I mean, obviously that some of the stuff that you put out or that you sell, really helped enable that remote work process during these last, you know, this last year and a half.
1: Sure. The um, I think first and foremost, you'll notice, you know. All the collaboration tools are, are so important. We, we leverage WebEx extensively at Cisco. And I mean, the evolution, the velocity of, um, of that product from a, from a feature and functionality point of view has just you know, exploded, I think really to drive this idea of a fully inclusive experience. And I think now, you know, when we're taking uh, these meetings in a lot of ways, uh, they' have unique power even even in some ways more powerful than being in person with live transcription and translation with uh, functionality that's designed specifically to make sure that every member of a meeting uh, can participate and, and in, in some cases really does participate like this technology can kind of fuel the kind of culture and the kind of engagement that we want. Uh, we also looked very we looked very carefully at how people at home can have the same type of technology of IT experience that they're used to from the office. Um, so like it, pre-pandemic, it was, it was fairly common for a remote user working, working from a home office or on the road to call in because they... To call their, their tech te- technology team because they're having a problem. And the technology team would help uh, but at some point, if they couldn't quite figure it out and couldn't quite make it work, the response was frequently, look, why don't you just come into the office and we'll set you up. We'll make it work. And it's that's just not an acceptable path anymore. Working remotely has to be a first-class experience, a business-critical experience. And that means delivering the types of networking and security technology that matters. In my house, I run a... Uh, a network that has uh, obviously my regular cable modem, but it has cellular backup in case the cable modem blips out for a minute. I've got really best-in-class wireless so that my connection here in my house is at least as good as it will be from the office. Um, I even have a battery backup here. <laughs> and I think more and more uh, people are looking at this. My my home office is a critical part of my infrastructure. And um, there's a there's a large part of the workforce that you know, is in the process of making that transition um, to understanding that as part of, you know, as your um, as organizations shift to a more and more hybrid world, what that means is your home office is critical. It can't be a second class experience. It has to be a business critical experience, just like it would be in the office.
0: So, to that point, I'm curious then is the, you know, you talked about some of the, the, infrastructure equipment that you have in your home office. Is that on Cisco then to pay for that equipment or, or is that on workers to pay for that equipment? Like that I think there's a the sort of touches on broader debate on who spends what on their home office equipment. And and I'm curious what the what Cisco's philosophy is on that.
1: Yeah, you know, we offer um a home networking kit for our employees, for all employees that's number one, highly secure and number two, highly reliable, enterprise grade. Uh, and it's called the CDO, Cisco Virtual Office. And uh, it's available to every employee and, and we encourage every employee to, to, to use that. And I, I think more and more, uh, all organizations are, are looking towards that. We, we've had a huge uh, surge in business around our teleworking technology for that, exactly for that reason. Um, the, the other piece of it is um, uh, maybe there's two other pieces. It's not just about connectivity; it has to be about security as well. My my information, my uh, my work has to be just as secure at home as it would be uh, if I was in the office, and that means um, ensuring that our teleworker technology is leveraging the same. Uh IT security, IP leakage, uh, you know, secure encryption, et cetera, that you would get in the office. And, and our Cisco technology does for sure. We leverage technologies like our SASE solution with Umbrella, best in class uh VPN and zero trust technology, et cetera. Um but I think the other the other piece, so if you think about it, connectivity and security, the last piece is is monitoring. And in some ways, this uh I think poses a really unique challenge that people um, that people are just sort of catching up to now. Uh, We actually acquired a company during the pandemic called Thousand Eyes um, that was really specifically designed to bring Internet intelligence so that technology groups could monitor their users connections all the way from the user to the application. And that that tool that that monitoring could work the exact same way, whether you're in the office. And every single piece of the network is 100% under IT control. Or if that user is at home or on the road, and they're connecting in through a hotspot, through public internet, out to the cloud, uh, Eyes technology is really amazing because it gives you that same tool, same monitoring for IT, same assurance of application experience, whether you're uh, whether in the office or on the road or at home. And that, to me, is, is, is a super important part. It's connectivity, it's security, and it's monitoring.
0: I want to switch gears and talk about the office space because we, we talked a lot about working remotely. But the question is if folks are working remote more, what what is the role that offices and physical spaces play in this new hybrid approach, especially from from your from the Cisco perspective?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think it's a great question. Something that we really think about deeply every day. Obviously, we build tons of uh, technology for workspaces. Um, I think there's a couple of big trends here. Number one is that our meeting rooms need to be the most connected, um, probably the most connected spaces in our uh, buildings, because we know that these meetings are going to be hybrid. While we might have three or four people working at the office in a single room together to host a meeting or a collaboration session, there's going to be people remotely. And that means that the teleconferencing equipment really has to be absolutely state of the art and inclusive of the experience. And, and to be honest, it's not just the technology, it's the culture too. Um, I, we have spent, a, I have at a few meetings where I've been taking it from the office. Um, and we have people, uh, who are working remotely. And I think we all have to just be very aware of that in a hybrid world, everyone needs to be included and there cannot be kind of first class attendance and second class attendance. And that comes from the technology and all of the you know WebEx features that, that Cisco's delivering around that, but it also comes, it does from come from the culture. It comes from ensuring that we're having a kind of meeting where everyone can uh, participate. And this this combination of technology and culture, I think, go hand in hand. Uh, the other thing, the other things going on in the office, I mean, we see people really focusing on their office space designed specifically for collaborative work. The office isn't really a place where people come to do their job alone anymore, to sit in a cube and work. It's a place where people come to work together to collaborate And more and more. I think that's what offices are going to be used for. And what that means is that our spaces need to be more dynamic. They need to be more designed around collaboration. We see people pushing very hard to a pure wireless office just to provide the most dynamic connectivity so that uh, people can meet and collaborate and and really um, work wherever makes most sense for them. We see a big push to having spaces that are more monitored so that when someone arrives at an office, even if it's an office they've never used used before, they can see where there are free desks, where there's free office space, where there's free meeting space and what would be right for their team. And so there's a lot more in terms of not just instrumenting our space for the best and most flexible uh, use, but monitoring that space and understanding how it's being used and enabling people to get the most out of it. Um, And then the last one, which is happening, I think, really in in so many industries, and it has been happening for a while, but maybe there's a real surge here in the world of hybrid work, is this phenomenon of people really building out uh, automated spaces and building automation. And there's an explosion of IoT going on right now that's making this really possible, where spaces are just smarter and more automated. There's all types of sensors, there's smart cameras, uh, the, that we deliver from Cisco, and, and that's paired uh, together with better building automation across the board, which I think is making our office more efficient, uh, but it's also making a lot of our workspaces better when it comes to telehealth and wh- how uh, hospitals operate, how factories operate, how how retail operates, a more automated building makes for a more efficient uh
0: That wraps up the first part of our chat. If you have any questions, hit us on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.